You are listening to Healthy Voices Radio, where you will hear podcasts featuring stories from our Healthy Voices family, hosted by amazing advocates, interviewing amazing advocates. Now, here's your Healthy Voices Radio host, talking all things health-related, Robert Brining and Brady Dale Morris. afternoon, Healthy Voices family. Thank you all for joining us today. And as always, I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Robert Brining. Hey, Robert. Hey, Brady. How are you? I'm doing well. So have you recovered from Healthy Voices 19 yet? Oh, my God. It is so good to be back here live and on air um, after all that. I'm sure there's so much to talk about it in a little bit when we have Kyle come on because Kyle is there as well. And uh, we'll talk about that. But first, I want to get uh, a little bit of the, what do they call it, uh, housework out of the, out of the way. So uh, first, I'd like to let it, remind everybody that Healthy Voices Radio is produced and sponsored by Jansen, the founder of Healthy Voices, which is a groundbreaking leadership conference created exclusively to empower online health advocates. For more information on Healthy Voices, please visit HealthyVoices.com or follow Healthy Voices on Twitter and Instagram for updates on future podcasts and Twitter chats and webinars and conferences, obviously. Yeah, but I'm stoked right. to be here, Brady. I'm stoked to be back in live uh, after Dallas. That was an amazing trip, seeing everybody um, and, and just connecting. You know, that's you know what this is all about. This is why we do this podcast, to, to have that connection with everyone afterwards. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, it, you know, getting to reconnect with, with other health advocates that we have met in the past and then getting to make those new connections and learning about new and just filling the vision of even more of why we do what we're doing. It uh, was an amazing experience. Um, and then, like you said, we got to run into Kyle and get to talk to him. It's kind of funny. I actually ran into Justin, another um, testicular cancer advocate, before I ran into Kyle. And after a very long day, purposeful connections, completely mistook Justin for Kyle and was telling Justin all how excited I was to have him on the show, only to realize it was Justin and not Kyle. So, But since these two guys, they use humor as, as kind of their, their tool to, to promote their awareness, so it was, it was appropriate, I, I believe. It was appropriate. <laughs> well, put it this way. They didn't let you live it down the rest of the, the, the weekend, the rest of the conference, and it was, it was funny. Because it was hilarious. I was trying to pull you away during the situation because I saw that you were making that mistake. But but Justin was a good sport and um, immediately texted Anne Marie and was like five minutes and they're already confusing me. So I thought it was kind of <laughs> hilarious, you know, that he was making a joke about it. Um, and they're good sports. And, and and on your behalf, Brady, they do look very similar. Thank you. You know, they have Thank facial you. hair. You know, they both have. You know, and I'm so, sure I'm yeah. not. I'm sure I'm not the first. I'm sure I'm not the first, and I will not be the last. Um, but before that we bring Kyle on, um, a few disclaimers real quick. Um, if you need any medical advice or have questions about your treatment or condition, we urge you to speak with your doctor as we cannot provide medical advice. Also, as a reminder, for regulatory guidelines, we are not permitted to discuss any medications or products during today's episode. So we ask that you kindly refrain from doing so. Um, information you post in our chat room will be shared in a public capacity. Do not uh, post or share any personal or confidential information. You do not want others to know. Also, do not post or share any personal information about another person. And last but not least, J- um, Jansen has paid for Robert and I to host and produce this podcast episode in series. All thoughts expressed here are our own. So before we bring Kyle on, a little background of this amazing advocate. Um, Kyle went to Columbia College Chicago, uh, in Chicago for film directing, but has enjoyed the past 11 years in Los Angeles working in the art department. In October 2012, he felt two small lumps on his right testicle. Two days later, he ran a marathon. One week later, he had the cancerous testicle removed. One year later, in attempts to make sense out of all of this, he founded Check 15, the monthly cancer awareness day. Check 15 creates a new cancer awareness PSA on the 15th of every month with the goal of fighting cancer through early detection and lowering risk, all delivered with a healthy dose of humor. As of April 2009, they've achieved 65 straight months of videos. And for those of you mathematically challenged like myself, I pulled out the calculator. That's over five and a, almost five and a half years. 
Uh, Kyle is currently a candidate for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Man of the Year. So with that said, let's bring on Kyle Smith. Kyle. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up? How are you? Good, good. Um, yeah, we established very early on in, in the conference that uh, Brady can't tell his right from his left. <laughs> Right. I have, I'm, I'm never going to live that down and, and I'm okay with that. I'm quite okay with that. How are you, how have you recovered from, from the conference? Are you getting settled back into routine? Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my, my schedule is a little chaotic right now. So, uh, just, uh, trying to, to get back into, uh, normal daily life is, uh, uh, easier said than done. I totally get it. I totally get it. Well, so Kyle, um, you, uh, you know, uh, advocate on behalf of testicular cancer. Uh, what did you know about testicular cancer before your own diagnosis? Um, honestly, not a lot. Um, I think uh, at, at that time, and um, at that time, I. I had really only heard about testicular cancer through the press that uh, Lance Armstrong and Tom Green um, right. were getting around it. Um, they were kind of the public faces of testicular cancer. Um, other than that, I didn't know. Um, and that's part of the reason why I started my advocacy is because uh, when I found out that testicular cancer is the most common cancer in men ages 15 to 45 um, and that I had never been told to be doing a monthly self-exam uh, kind of pissed me off. Um, right. You know, Absolutely. It's, such a, it's such a simple thing. I sort of found it by accident. Um, and uh, fortunately I have no qualms about uh you know, getting, going to see a doctor. So, um, uh, right. That was, I'll have to admit Kyle in doing, in doing some of the, the post or pre-show production work, um, to bring you on, I was, myself was just amazed to find out that this particular cancer, it's a young man's cancer. And I, yeah. I myself I've never heard anything about, you know, self exams growing up as, as, as a guy. So, yeah, I know Justin yeah. did kind of a uh, poll when he was starting his advocacy, and um, yeah, the the results were were upsetting, but not surprising in that a lot of men hadn't ever been told to do monthly self exams. Um, you know, some like hadn't even um, had exams uh, by a doctor. Um, so it's. Uh, yeah, it's an issue for um, especially for such a uh, curable disease um, nowadays. It's uh, the when caught early testicular cancer is very very curable, and that's exactly why you created you know check fifteen so people can do that early detection and self check. Some, but you weren't a stranger to actual cancer when you were diagnosed because if I remember correctly. Um, in your videos, uh, you know, your your life was touched by it by your grandfather, your aunt, and then even your father even had um, some sort of a, a a battle with can some sort of a cancer itself. Correct? Yes. Um, so unfortunately, early on in my life, uh, um, I lost my grandfather when I was five years old to kidney cancer, um, and then uh, I think when I was uh, must have been around 14. Uh, we lost my aunt to colon cancer. Um, and then three years before I was diagnosed, um, my dad had prostate cancer. Um, wow. And uh, the, uh, the urologist who ended up doing his surgery also did mine. So it's a family business for, for that doctor. Um, he's just... <laughs> Saving the Smith family and keeping that Smith name going. So, Kyle, were you always uh, funny guy? Like growing up, were you always the class clown, the one that everybody laughed at or laughed away? Oh, gosh, you know? no. No, I think no? Um, if you've met me, you can kind of tell that um, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the quiet one. 
Um, right. And let's, uh, let's say, if you see me, uh, I, I, I have a very different persona in my videos and uh, like on stage than I do in my day to day. So I'm kind of the quiet one. I, uh, I've always been artistic and um, uh, I like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm much uh, quicker to observe a situation than actually speak up and uh, Mm. uh, be an active participant in conversation. So, um, so I I try to be more observant and a better listener than, than the class clown. Um, But that said, I've always been a huge fan of uh, pop culture and comedy and, um, I always say uh, I was a PBS kid growing up, uh, so I always have appreciated the ability to be entertained while learning. Um, So, and I hope that all comes through in our videos. It it does, and and we're going to get more. We're going to get more into your videos um, here in a little bit. But real quick, you you talked, Kyle, that how much cancer had, had already touched your life before your own diagnosis. Can you tell us about? what led to your own cancer diagnosis? You said you found you two lumps back to that, right? Yeah. So um, I was just, uh, I, so I live in Los Angeles, but I was home because I was uh, about to run the Chicago marathon. This was back in 2012. Um, and uh, I That's was just, I was in my parents' hot tub and innocently adjusting myself down there as guys do. Um, right. and, uh, and I just noticed two small, hard lumps on my right testicle that I hadn't ever noticed before. Um, you know, I hadn't, like I said, I hadn't ever done self exams, but guys are usually somewhat familiar with, with what's going on down there. Um, right. And I just knew, I just knew that it, it didn't seem right. Um, I didn't have any pain. I wasn't feeling sick at all. Um, so I, I, you know, just observed uh, or just kind of kind of had it in the back of my brain that, that this was something I needed to get checked out. But I knew I also knew that I was running a marathon in two days and I wasn't going to do anything about it before then. And I certainly wasn't going to tell my mom before then, cause I knew she'd be a worried wreck uh, if she thought I was running the marathon with uh, cancer. Um, right. Spoiler alert. I was running the marathon with cancer, <laughs> um, but it's still That's my, uh, <laughs> that race is still my personal best. So maybe there's something to that. Um but, uh, but yeah, uh, the morning after I ran the race, uh, I told my parents and I ended up going to see my general practitioner um, that I had seen all throughout high school, um, just back in my hometown. And uh, I ended up just extending my stay um, back home. And um, I just got everything done at home, like I said, by the, you know, the urologist that did my dad's surgery, did my surgery. Um, basically it was general practitioner to getting some blood tests and, uh, a scrotal ultrasound, which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, and then, uh, you know, they assess the situation. You talk to the urologist. Um, the interesting thing, at least with, um, with my situation and I, I I assume it's a similar situation with other guys is I wasn't actually told it was testicular cancer until after I had surgery. Um, right. And why, why was that? Um, because uh, the way I understand it is um, it's more dangerous to biopsy the lumps and check to see if it's cancer. Um, rather than just having the orchiectomy, the removal of the testicle. Um, and, um, you know, they were judging from their scans and tests. They were, they were um, fairly confident that's what it was. But, you know, I'm sure for legal reasons they can't 
actually say until they biopsy it. So um, it is an interesting like situation to be in though, um, you know, cause it can be other things, but, uh, but it, they were fairly certain that's what it was. And you say, and you say too, that you weren't experiencing any kind of symptoms or anything like that at the time you felt just, I mean, I guess you felt well enough to run a marathon for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I was completely healthy. Um, as far as uh, symptoms go, it was just the two lumps um, and they were completely painless. Uh, but how did you deal? How did you deal with that mentally, Kyle? I mean, like you had this marathon in front of you, you just found these lumps on your, on your testicle. Like what did that do to you like in your mental state for your mental health at that time? Um, I remember at the time, and I try to do this um, still, but uh, I'm a pretty practical person, and uh, it was, uh, you know, I I do what needs to be done, so um, I wasn't really thinking about it that much. Um, it's it's been it's been completely different since. Um, like just going through, uh, just the, the things that, that you go through when you survive, uh, a situation like that, um, that was more, that's been more difficult than the actual, like needing to get it done situation. Um, you know, it all happened very fast too. I think I found the lump on the fifth and I had surgery on the 15th. Um, right. So all that happened very fast, and it was just, you know, making logical decisions and, uh, you know, paying attention to what the doctors were saying. Fortunately, I had a situation where I trusted my doctors, um, you know, and felt comfortable with them, which is hugely important. Um, That's something that I definitely advocate for. Um, I was talking to... um, and Marie, a couple of weeks ago, we did a, a little live talk, and um, yeah, we were we were talking about how your doctors are your employees; they work for you. Um, uh-huh. So it's really important to remember that, uh, that that you need to be comfortable with them. And if you aren't as much of a hassle as it is, uh, you have the ability to find a different doctor that you are comfortable Absolutely. with. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, that's one of the things. So, yeah, that's just, one of the things that we uh, we speak about is you know when we go to the doctor it's kind of like interviewing them for the job because like you said they work for you. And just a shout out to Anne Marie because we love Anne Marie here at Healthy Voices Radio for the <laughs> for the record. Uh, she's amazing. <laughs> so Kyle, after yes, after the surgery and all that is done and you and I'm sure there's a lot of fear. How um, what were some of the, the fears that you thought? Um, maybe uh, after surgery in regards to maybe dating again? And, and is there stigma associated with, with you know, being a, a testicular cancer survivor? Um, I know there are stigmas around it. I personally don't have any. Um, as you guys know, I'm pretty vocal about it. And uh, like you were saying, uh, you know, myself and Justin, we we make light of the situation and uh, have no qualms uh, discussing it with people. Um, so I always say, like, as far as it comes with dating, um, I've always said that if a woman that I was interested in had some sort of issue with me only having one testicle, that's not a person I want to be with. So uh, it's never been an issue for me. I do know uh, survivors who, um, who do, um, you know, have, have issues with it and don't like talking about it. Um, and that's totally fine. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's their experience and, um, you know, I understand, I understand wanting to be private about it, but yeah, I personally, um, I don't care. And if somebody does care, then that's not somebody I want in my life. So, uh, it's never been a problem for me personally. Yeah. Absolutely. I just think as humans, we kind of all have that fear of rejection, 
you know, and I know as somebody who's living with HIV, you know, that disclosure and kind of telling somebody and opening up can kind of be personal and, and make you feel, I guess, vulnerable to somebody. And, and I always feared rejection. So, I, I mean, I'm not comparing the two, but just having to, like, kind of let somebody know the situation is kind of that's personal to you, you know, can kind of make you feel a certain kind of way. And, and I think the way that you and, and Justin are so open about it is, is commendable. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I certainly have fear of rejection in other aspects of my life uh, and and in that aspect of my life, too. But for other reasons, um, I just know that, uh, yeah, if if someone were to take issue with that, um, it's 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 kind of like a nice way of weeding out the bad ones. So um, so as hard as something like that can be. it's it's not something that I'm going to worry about. Um, well, and well, Justin or Kyle being oops, I almost did it again. Kyle, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Um, talking about like getting your diagnosis and then thinking about how you disclose and tell your friends and family. Were you afraid of of, of losing any of them? What was their reaction to to your diagnosis? Um. I'm I'm trying to think of specific um, uh, scenarios. I know um, I think there was when I was telling people there was a lot of crying and laughing at the same time because I think pretty much off the bat I was making jokes about it. Um, right, right. And uh, just because you know using humor to diffuse uncomfortable situations is is something I'm very fond of. So. Uh, so yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I remember talking to a friend on the phone and, uh, she was in a store with her, uh, husband and from his, uh, point of view, uh, she was crying and laughing in the store and he was like, what's going on? (laughs) So, um, uh, yeah, I, well, has, has has friends and family have they played an important role in 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 getting you through your diagnosis and 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 beginning your like are they involved any with your advocacy work? For sure, for sure. I mean, um, my parents are certainly the biggest uh, advocates for Check Fifteen um, in sharing all of my posts. Um, you know, and I would say the majority of the views we get are from my friends. Um, so you know it's it's nice to have uh that support system um and certainly the people who help me make the videos are friends um or or you know I've made friends through making some of the videos um but uh, uh I, I mean there's lots of extras in your videos at times so I was kind of curious as to you know who all these people were and I was wondering if it was just friends and family or Oh, I, I I pay them really well. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. They are yeah friends uh, for the most part who also live in Los Angeles. Some of them work in the film industry. Some of them don't. Um, and uh, yeah, and then of course um, you know going through treatment. Like I said, uh, I decided to stay home. Um, for the surgery. Um, and I did come back out to LA, um, where I had my one dose of chemo. Um, and you know, like my friend Levi came with me, um, just to kind of hang out (laughs) while I got chemo. Um, you know, so it's, it's definitely, I think important to, to have that support system when you're going through any sort of treatment. That's awesome. And then we also talked about how important it is to have a support system when you're going through a through a diagnosis such as such as this. But then also too, we also talked with voices about the importance of finding your tribe. Um, how how quickly did you start reaching out to other cancer survivors, and and coordinating with them and 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 beginning Check Fifteen? Um, I. <clears throat> I kind of just started making the videos. I never really saw it as um, an opportunity to connect with other 
um, cancer survivors and patients. Um, I just sort of started making the videos for awareness. Um, and the weird thing about our, our advocacy is a lot of it is actually for the people who don't have cancer, you know, because of right. early detection and getting screenings um, and just educating people on cancer. Um, so, I, uh, you know, we're trying to connect to a really massive audience that, um, uh, that doesn't have cancer. Um, but then eventually, um, especially through conferences like Healthy Voices and, um, and uh, CancerCon uh, through Stupid Cancer, uh, that's when I started to meet uh, other patients and survivors um, and sort of build this really amazing tribe of uh, like-minded people. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love the, the, the tribe building that happens in Healthy Voices. Um, what was it like? I know uh, Justin spoke about it when he was on stage, but what was it like meeting him for the first time? Because obviously you really, you know, impacted him. But what was it like to meet him last year at the first at his first Healthy Voices? Um, yeah, it was great. Uh, we initially met through Instagram. Um, and would just like message and, uh, you know, I told Justin to apply for Healthy Voices. Um, and uh, so it was great uh, getting to meet him for the first time. And uh, we clicked right away, obviously have a very similar uh, sense of humor and uh, mm-hmm. interest. So, um, so yeah, we got along great. And yeah, Healthy Voices in general, just, uh, you know, just it's, you guys know it's full of amazing people um, right. from all different advocacy groups. So, um, well, you're so definitely one been... of them. I remember my my first uh, year, three years ago, was when I first went, and that was when I first saw you, and that was actually when you uh, showed us the, the the wrecking ball, the the Miley Cyrus video, which is one of my favorites because it was just so hilarious. And at the time, it was one of those songs that. You know, you just couldn't stop hearing. <laughs> and you seem to do that with uh, a lot of the videos that you've made. Um, so I, you touched me in a way where you didn't physically touch me, but you touched me in a way at a conference where you, you know, you talked about things that made sense to me, like checking myself. And I remember after the one conference, I, you know, there was a lump that I found before that um, I had, uh, I guess they did like a, what do you call it, like a, not like a mammogram, but they did like a ultrasound you know, all my testicles, yeah. and, and the, the surgeon told me that it was something that I didn't need to worry about, but it still always has been there, and, it, and, and like, kind of, like, meeting you and, and, and hearing you talk about how important it is makes me want to go and get it checked again, and I just never have, but it's something that, I, I don't know, I just feel like meeting you, like, it has really, like, touched me and really made me want to reach out to other advocates because, it, it, you know, as an advocate it, it, with a health condition, I stay inside my bubble, and that's kind of, you know, meeting people like you is where this birth of Healthy Voices Radio came about because it's so important, the work that you're doing, and we want to kind of really shed light on to what, what you're doing because you're doing amazing work, Kyle, and I think more people need to see your videos. So like, we tell people go to check15.org. They can find it. It'll link them to YouTube with all your videos. Which one's your favorite? Oh, gosh. You have, have one that's your favorite. I don't have a favorite. Um, They're all your babies, uh, right? Yeah. Which yeah, ones? Really you, which one don't um, you like? <laughs> which one? Oh, I have a few. I have a few least favorites for sure. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, no, I mean some of my favorites. Um, I always enjoy. Uh, the cancer carolers that we do in December. Mm-hmm. Um, we started our very first video was in December uh, 2013. Um, and we've had this recurring team of cancer carolers. They're carolers who go, uh, go around singing uh, parodies of uh, we've done a few holiday songs and we've even branched out into one year they did a medley of star Wars music. And last year we did a Mary Poppins medley. Um, but it's been the same, it's been the same group of friends that have done it every year. Um, so it's really fun to bring them back and kind of create, if you start, if you watch 
uh, all of those in a row, you'll start to see like this, this through line um, as far as the story goes. So I hope that's fun for the people who have watched all the videos. Um, <laughs> you know, it's, it kind I, of, I do believe it. Um, I would have to say, Kyle, I, I do believe it. it. It comes through in every video because you can tell that film is your passion and, and that's also part of what draws the audience into into your videos, not just the humor and not just the awareness, but but it's your passion. And I think it's important for for the advocates and other people listening to know that that that's how you can really build your base for your advocacy. Is is not everybody is a writer, not everybody is is good at videos, not everybody is good at on being on the radio, but but we all have our own talents, and to take those talents and and use those to push your advocacy forward. And that's exactly what you've done with Check 15. Yeah. Um, one of my – probably my favorites, not only the Mallory Cyrus, that one had me crying at Healthy Voices. Um, <laughs> funny. But then also I noticed like here lately you and uh, Justin have just put out the Avengers. Yeah, we've been doing uh, – or I, I've, I've put out a couple um, – uh, just graphics and uh, Photoshop mm-hmm. elements. Um dealing with the Avengers, uh, because the, the fundraiser that I'm doing for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society right now, um, my team, my fundraising team, uh, I have dubbed the Cancer Avengers. Um, so I've been trying to do some fun, uh, uh, images. Uh, I just, yeah, just posted, uh, I photoshopped, uh, myself, uh, into, uh, Captain Uniball, which is a version of Captain <laughs> America. And, uh, and then Justin and Justin is the iron baller. So he's got a pretty, pretty dope, uh, orchid Iron Man suit. So. Uh, that's hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Robert. I was just going to say, Kyle, where no, do you, I just where do you to get say, all these ideas from? Sorry, Kyle. Kyle. Again. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Where do you, where do you uh, get all these ideas from? Where do I get the ideas from? Uh, I mean, like you said, we're trying to connect to uh, pop culture um, and be in the moment as much as possible. So sometimes gotcha. it's something very immediate, um, like the, uh, you know, like last, I believe it was August, we did uh, kind of a, a play off of the um, the Drake uh, viral video that was going on with people dancing. Uh, I remember that one. Outside of, outside <laughs> right. of moving vehicles. Um, and, uh, you know, or just connecting to, um, movies that are happening or songs that are in the moment. Um, we try to latch on to those movements. Um, I haven't seen that be super successful as far as, uh, getting us viewership, but you know, I try, um, we've like, you know, if you go to our page, we've, we run the gamut as far as, uh, pop culture goes, um, you know, lots of TV parodies, lots of movie parodies. Um, well, one of the, another one of your videos I'd like to highlight real quick that with the NFL draft being here in Nashville, and that's all everybody around <laughs> right now, um, you did one with Tom Brady and with, as if Tom Brady were Tom Brady falls. And that <laughs> was, that was, a, that was genius. It was absolute genius. Yeah, I mean, the world was gifted with a full interview of Tom Brady talking about balls. Uh, So what we did for that video was we just shot uh, a room full of reporters asking testicular cancer questions and then used his uh, interview footage. Um, And uh, it works works better than it probably should have. (laughs) It's hilarious. Genius. I loved it, the one that you uh, you showcased um, at the Oscars at Healthy Voices 19 this year. But I have to say my, my favorite, my two favorite is the Thriller parody, which is hilarious. The guy that you have singing that is awesome. For a second, I thought it was you in the beginning. And then I realized that it wasn't you because <laughs> you're usually in most of them. But you come in in the end of that, in that video and do the, um, 
the laughing that the what's his name? I can't think of the guy's name. The Vincent part. Price. Yeah, I did yeah, a Vincent, Vincent Price. Price yeah. um, it's that's awesome. much more my it's speed. Awesome. I'm yeah. I'm more of an impression guy, and uh, Adrian's the extremely talented singer and dancer. Uh, he's the one that sings the uh, Wrecking Ball uh, parody. Too. Yeah. It was awesome. And then the Cancer Awareness Bunny, I know that's a couple of years old, but that's still one of my favorites, having you go around with this carrot and, and asking people these <laughs> serious, somewhat inappropriate questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'm probably not the first person to put on a, a bunny costume and ask people to touch themselves on Hollywood Boulevard, but uh, <laughs> but uh, maybe the first to film it. Um so, yeah, that was a fun one to do. That one's, uh, I think, five years old now. Um, yeah, I mean, there so. were Stranger Things was awesome. The Twins Peaks was awesome. I mean, we were laughing at all of them when we were watching them, me and my partner yesterday. It was hilarious. Well, and then, Kyle, Thanks. not only do the, do the humor videos, but I also noticed um, on your Instagram the other day, you went live and you actually did an exam, a, a full self-exam from the shower with minute timer showing that it just takes three minutes to, to do it again. Can you kind of walk us through? Because uh, from from me, someone who's never seen, I just, when I hear I'm a guy and I need to do a self-exam, I just think about my testicles. But when I saw you lift your arm and start under your, in your armpits, it, I was like, oh, wow, you're right. I, need, I should be checking my entire body. So could you tell our yeah. listeners a little bit if we do a self-exam? Yeah, so... Um, well, and I should mention too, you know, I'm a testicular cancer survivor, but like I said, uh, you know, I have a connection to a lot of different cancers. Um, and especially through this, I've met a lot of other cancer survivors. So, um, our videos are not just testicular cancer. We try to cover all different kinds of cancers, especially ones that you can do self exams for and can get free cancer screenings for. Um, right. So, and the idea behind, uh, yeah, April's video was um, to, yeah, show that uh, you can do a, a breast and testicular self-exam in three minutes or roughly about that. Um, you can right. certainly be more thorough. Um, I also, I didn't do a skin self-exam, but that's something that, you know, you should be aware of too. Um, the thing that I always say with any type of self-exam is to just know your body. You're not necessarily looking for cancer when you do it. You're just making sure that things aren't changing and that you don't have anything, um, you aren't noticing anything that you didn't notice last month. Um, obviously, you know, lumps, uh, changes in size, changes in skin surface, um, those are the things that you want to pay attention to. Um, but yeah, it really is about just getting to know your body. And the same goes for um, internally too, and just how you're feeling. Um, you know, you should know, you should just know your body and, and be aware when something's off and not be afraid to, you know, uh, go get it checked out and, you know, really advocate for yourself when it comes to your health. Uh, right. Well, um, Kyle, where can our listeners go to, to find your videos? Uh, so check15.org uh, is, uh, that'll just link you to our YouTube channel. You can find all 65 of our videos there. Um, and then we've got Facebook. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, those are all, all of our handles are check15, 15, 15 spelled out. Um so it's uh yeah we uh i i well, what take a lot of pride what, Sorry, what other again. social media uh, what other social media you said twitter you're on instagram and facebook and facebook okay just want to make sure um, yeah and I, I i was just gonna say i take i take pride in our content i i try to always be putting out the best content possible. That's just um, something that I've, uh, I've set myself to a very high standard. Um, 
So right. I think if if the listeners check it out, I, I don't think they will be disappointed. Um, I, I spend a lot of time making the things that I make, um, and I hope uh, I hope it's I hope it shows. <laughs> I, would I think it definitely shows. It definitely shows that it's your passion and that it's, it's you know, that you're a professional at what you do and you take it seriously. The work is hilariously informative and, and it's something that, that, that sticks with you. You know what I mean? It's like you don't forget. And it's like it, as soon as I see it, I have to like, in, I feel like I have to instantly share it because it's something that is going to make somebody smile but also give them the information they need to, you know, to either do a self-check or to get, you know, early detection. That's why you created Check 15 for that. So I'm thrilled about it. So you do this to help others, to educate others about early detection. What does Kyle Smith do for self-care? Because <laughs> you're a busy um, man, I'm that's sure. A, that's a great question. Um, something I should ask myself <laughs> more often. Um, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, it's a weird fine line. Uh, because of what I do with my advocacy, advocacy is so connected to pop culture, but a lot of my self-care has to do with um, exposing myself to pop culture. Um, but sometimes sometimes it's uh, counterproductive because uh, I am running on three hours of sleep because I went to see Avengers Endgame at 1.55 a.m. last night or this morning. Um, <laughs> so sometimes it maybe gets in the way of self-care. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I enjoy, I enjoy seeing movies and watching TV um, and going to concerts and going to Disneyland any chance I can get. Um, so it's, Absolutely. yeah, for me, it's all about consuming other, other types of media. That's uh, like you guys were saying, that's, you know, that's my thing. Um, so I try to, I try to get as much enjoyment out of it as possible. And uh, hopefully I'm not constantly thinking about how I can turn something into a parody, but um, <laughs> But that's sort say, of just that's a side gotta effect. It's got to be hard for you to just turn off. It definitely is, yeah, yeah. So it was. Well, I, I want to be in one funny. of your videos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come on out. We'll we'll see you in a video. Um, but yeah, it was it. It was funny watching uh, Avengers last night this morning. Because um, we were initially going to do an Avengers parody for April's video. Um, but I ran out of time and have been sort of just, yeah, dealing with, uh, trying to take care of too many things at once. Uh, so I, I, I pushed it off to May, but now having seen the movie, I'm like, Oh, I don't even know if I can do it for May. <laughs> right. No, and that's, what, that's, that's important to point out. I mean, as, as advocates and, and those of us with, with the passion to, to promote awareness for, for the, our chronic conditions. I mean, we, we get wrapped up in it. And, and like Anne-Marie said at Healthy Voices 19, no is a complete sentence. Um, and that should, but that is hard for us to, to want to kick back and, and take some time for ourselves. But we have to remember how important that is for us to do. Uh, so, Kyle, what kind of um, advice would you give to someone today um, newly diagnosed with testicular cancer? Um, I mean, I think, uh, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but, uh, you know, get it checked as soon as possible. Um, see a doctor that you trust, um, and, uh, just be practical about it. And, uh, you know, it's, like I said, it's, it's completely someone's prerogative to be open about it or be private about it. Um, you know, that's your choice. That's a decision you're going to make. Uh, but, um, you know, speaking personally, speaking up about it has been, uh, I think easier, um, than right. trying to hide it. Um, right. I think, uh, I think being able to talk about it and being able to, 
use my situation to hopefully help other people. Um, helps me with my own situation. So, um, you know, it's uh, uh, I've got a I've got a, a post-it note with a quote on it from um, Fifty Fifty. And it's, uh, you can't, you can't change your situation. The only thing you can change is how you choose to deal with it. Um, so I, I am constantly taking that to heart and, uh, you know, you, you sometimes, sometimes you get dealt a bad hand, but, uh, if you play it properly, um, you know, you might still come out on top. Um, so it's all about how you, how you view the situation that you're in. Um, so yeah, just you know, if if yeah, if you find and even just going beyond testicular cancer, um, if you're finding anything out of the ordinary, uh, early detection is, uh, I think, vital to any cancer diagnosis. Um, you know, obviously, different cancers uh, come with different. Um, different statistics and treatment options and stuff. But, um, you know, the sooner you catch things, the more options you have and the better you can, uh, better you can approach your treatment. Well, as somebody who, you know, cancer has affected my life. Um, you know, my father passed away from lung cancer. My grandfather passed away from bone cancer when I was younger. So seeing that video with you and your grandfather and that connection to Disney world, it kind of took me back to, you know, when I was younger, I was I was in high school and my grandfather passed away, but there was that connection with Disney and going on that trip with him, you know, and, and, and just having those memories. Um, you know, I, I appreciate what you do and how you advocate early detection and, and people, you know, just to get exams, you know, because it's hard. People don't want to do it. They're afraid. And I think, you know, you putting yourself out there and doing it with comedy you know, having a dose of humor with it really makes it a little bit easier to look at the situation and be like, hey, maybe I should go and give myself an exam today because, you know, that video kind of really made sense that I should do that. Or do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, good. Uh, I talk about it. I talk about it a lot with, um, you know, I think the way that men especially approach um their health. Uh, I think it, it's, it's always easier when there's humor in the situation. Uh, I uh-huh. think right. men, men especially use humor uh, to diffuse awkwardness. Um, and, uh, you know, it's funny. I was looking at my analytics the other day and uh, uh, we have a, a larger percentage of uh, female followers, but uh, I hope, I hope the men who are who are watching our stuff are realizing that, uh, that it doesn't have to be a serious conversation, and that it's uh, that our health um, is important. But we can uh, joke about it and use humor to uh, make light of awkward situations. Mm. Well, and just even it, you know, it's just, you know, a male trait is that we're a little bit stubborn when it comes to medical issues. And and we're good at, at ignoring it until it's it's too late. So so I I mean even myself, you know, I, I don't everyone knows me as being an HIV advocate, but I'm also a pancreatic cancer survivor. And and what you're doing to for awareness on, on behalf of all cancers is, is one of the reasons why I also wanted to have you on the show today. I just think the the awareness that you're promoting and everything is just amazing and uh, like I'm touched personally, so that's like Robert said, I'm I'm just glad to have you on today, Kyle. Thanks. I'm glad to happy to be on. Thanks for having so me. So one of the things, real quick, Kyle, I want to talk about and have you uh, share is um, talk about how you were uh, what is it nominated uh, for Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Man of the Year, or how you became a candidate for that, and how people can help you with that. Sure. Uh, thanks for thanks for bringing that up. Uh, so. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, uh, it's one of the largest um, organizations supporting cancer research. Um, and every year for the past uh, 10 years, they've done this campaign called Man and Woman of the Year. Uh, it's a 10-week 
um, nationwide fundraising competition um, where people are nominated and we try to uh, use our stories and our advocacy to uh, raise a bunch of money for uh, blood cancer research. Um, I was nominated by uh, my friend, Kelly, who uh, you guys may have met at uh, Healthy Voices last year. Um, she's a lymphoma survivor, um, and she did the campaign last year. And so uh, we basically met through, um, through both of our separate uh, uh, cancer advocacy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, just uh, she appreciated what I was doing. Um, she's actually in last October's uh, video, the Halloween Michael Myers, Michael Myers parody. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she, you know, put me on the Leukemia Lymphoma Society's radar and, uh, yeah, they, they decided that I would be a good candidate to, uh, uh, you know, try to raise a bunch of money for them. Um, and, uh, basically, um, I mean, the reason I decided to do it was because I do... I do want to, um, I just want to do as much as possible um, to achieve, uh, hopefully, cancer's end in our lifetime. And I see, I see blood cancer research specifically as a, a primary way of doing that. Um, the nature of blood is much more accessible than um, researching solid tumors. So there tends to be uh, research coming out of blood cancer um, that is prevalent to not only other types of cancers, but other types of diseases too. Um, uh, I mean, uh, chemotherapy was initially um, used to treat leukemia and then they discovered that it can be used to treat other cancers and other diseases. Um, so it's discoveries like that and just um, uh, uh, advances in treatment um, through blood cancer research that, uh, that I saw as a, as a good opportunity to try to, like I said, make as big of an impact as possible with the time I have here. Um, and uh, and yeah, so well, I think you're. Going I think well. you're a perfect. I was going to say I think you would be a perfect candidate for that. And and where can they go and and donate um, to this to help you? So my page is uh, I've got a Bitly link that's probably easiest. I mean you can find it on um, all of our social media. It's uh, we're midway through the ten weeks. Uh, we're at. Uh, the, the midpoint now, so I've got five weeks left. Um, so yeah, you can go on any of our social media um, to find uh, to find the link. But the Bitly link is bit.ly/llscheck15. Uh, the number fifteen. So. Um, and then you can yeah, share like that I with us on Facebook, of, and then we'll we'll push it out to people too, so they can um, yeah. go in and help you reach your Absolutely. goal. Because we definitely want to help you get to that. Uh, you definitely yeah, deserve to a, be have that um, <laughs> that crown. <laughs> yeah, it's a it. it's a big goal we've set for ourselves. Uh, we're trying to raise uh, personally one hundred fifty one thousand five hundred and fifteen dollars which sounds like a weird number until you look at it and realize that it's three fifteens in a row. Um, and I'm trying to dedicate the three uh, check 15 videos to this campaign. Like you mentioned, this month's video was, yeah, me doing a three minute self exam, but then I tried to tie it into uh, blood cancer and saying that uh, every three minutes, a person in the United States is diagnosed with blood cancer. So in the time that it takes you to do a self-exam, someone has been diagnosed with blood cancer. Um, so just uh, trying to tie everything together and, um, you know, like I said, yep. cancers are practically completely different diseases, but we're all still 
like one family, one tribe, like we said. Um, so I, yeah, I hope, I hope we can raise a lot of money. Um, I, I think it, it really goes towards, uh, towards a good cause and, uh, making a difference for cancer patients and, uh, the future of, um, you know, health and treatments. So, um, so there you have it. Go to uh, check15.org or go to any of the social medias and follow Check15 to make a donation. Me and Brady will post it on our own social handles uh, after the show. Uh, Kyle, I know that uh, filmmaking is like your big passion. What is your 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 like favorite movie? Uh, my like, what favorite is your movie go-to movie when you want to relax? <laughs> oh gosh, those are different. Um, okay, tell me my both. My favorite <laughs> movie. My favorite movie uh, of all time is Jaws. Uh, ah. So not exactly a relaxing movie experience. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love, uh, I, I love Jaws because, um, you know, it is, a, it is that horror uh, kind of adventure movie, but it's, it's about the characters. Um, there's such, uh, uh, rich, interesting characters that you're on this journey with. Um, you know, it's the, there's some really, really amazing small moments, uh, in that movie. Like my, the, my favorite scenes in that movie are not the scenes with the shark. They're the scenes with the people just interacting (laughs) with each other. Um, right. And then the other thing about that movie, which uh, I think is a a good metaphor for life, is when they were making it, the the shark never worked the way they intended it to work. Um, they initially wanted to, you know, they built this animatronic shark and they wanted it to, you know, do all these things and constantly be on screen and be very um, in your face and scary. Um, but, you know, it, it, sank and it malfunctioned and uh they 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 had to adapt when they were making the film and they had to adjust their approach and um and i think they you know through their use of creativity uh i think they made a better film than they would have if the shark had worked the way they wanted it to um so it's a true testament of creative problem solving and um and just and uh, a, yeah, rolling metaphor, with with, with the punches. Yeah, just a metaphor for life. That, yeah, like you said, roll with the punches. Yeah, um, I like that. So yeah, that's that's my favorite film. Um, so do, do I don't you know like what to I be watch. in front of the camera know. or behind the um, camera more? I think I know this answer, I, but just since you find yourself in front, you know, in front of the camera a little bit more often with your videos, where do you prefer to be? I definitely prefer to be behind the camera, letting uh, more talented people be on screen. Uh, I, I'm usually, I'm usually in the videos almost out of necessity. Uh, just cause I mean, like I showed the, uh, if anybody uh, has seen or goes and watches our, uh, the Oscar parodies that we did in February. Um, you know, it's me inserting myself into some of the best picture nominees from this year. Um, when I was talking to people after showing that at Healthy Voices, um, everyone was surprised to find out that those videos were made by two people, um, they, my, my cinematographer and myself. Um, wow. So that was sort of done, and that happens a lot, and uh, it's sort of done out of necessity in that I can't constantly be making, you know, the big, uh, the big parodies with multiple actors in it um, because month after month, it just becomes really, really difficult. Um, you know, especially when I'm wearing all these different hats. Um, so it's, uh, it's still not easy. It's still not easy to do it uh, with me on screen. Um but it's it's at least it's at least less scheduling because I know my schedule and I can determine when I'm free. So um, you do. 
I have to say, Kyle, we're down to our last seconds, but I just want to thank you again for sure. so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for all the um, advocacy that you do, tech15.org. And be sure and check us out in two weeks on Healthy Voices Radio, where we will have Megan, the front YouTuber, um, an ostomy advocate on. And I, we cannot wait to talk to her. So you all join us next week. That's right. And special thank you to our friends over International Pain Foundation, Barbie and Ken. Hope it's true. Get up and dance, everyone. <laughs>